Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello and welcome to the Success Design. I'm Dash Shankel Anderson, your host. I uh, am glad to be back on the air. I've been sick for the past couple of weeks. My voice has been completely kaput, and I uh, had to reschedule a couple of shows. And those shows will be uh, aired in the new year. So I hope you'll join me for those. Um, but today will be my last show of the year. And uh, what a great guest I have to round out the year. Her name is Sally Marks. She's the co-author of the self-help book, Erase Negativity and Embrace the Magic Within. Within, And she'll be our guest today to discuss a few tips on how we can kick out, kick out our internal grouch and make strides to embrace a happier, healthier, and more successful life. So, Sally, welcome. Oh, I'm glad to be a part of your last show of the year. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? This is a really great topic to finish out the year on, is to finish out the year feeling... Um, feeling happier, healthier, uh, more content with our lives, and not being such a grouch, as you put it, and not not dwelling on the bad things that have happened this year, but maybe on how we can improve those things that have happened to us this year. It's a good way to shift thinking, especially this time of year, since so many of us like to do the New Year's resolutions. So give every, your listeners a heads up on that. Right. Well, it's you know what? There's there's no way, no better way to start the uh, the new year than to start it right now, and to have everything in place when the new year comes, so you can just pick up on those habits and keep going. Absolutely. So, um, why did you write the book? Your book is entitled "Erase Negativity and Embrace the Magic Within." Why did you write the book? And it's kind of funny because I've read a lot of self-help books but I and people had asked me to write one and I I always said no I really did not want to write a self-help book I want to write comedy it, but one day I was talking to my friend who Jackie who wound up co-authoring the book with me and we were talking about the different self-help books that we had read and how they had helped us but then we, one of us said but what about those folks that that they just can't easily make that switch to an optimistic life. they Maybe they've really suffered or they had really awful parents or they've had some tragedy. What about them? And somehow during the conversation, one of us said, well, they have to erase negativity, their negativity. And the word just kind of hung in the air and we both got goosebumps at the same time and realized that that book needed to be written and we were the ones that needed to do it. So it really was like a calling. It really was a mystical moment because mm. I, I was reluctant, but Jackie was even more reluctant. She absolutely never wanted to write anything, not even a letter, <laughs> much <laughs> less a book. But we, we felt like it needed that it needed to be addressed. So it really was uh, that way. So had you and Jackie considered writing a self-help book prior to this conversation? Never, never, never. <laughs> like I said, especially Jackie. Jackie would uh, actually um, had went to a psychic one time who said she would write a great book. And Jackie, you know, has kind of a Kentucky accent, which I can't imitate very well. But she said, "I don't understand how." And she goes, "Well, you'll be writing it with someone else." I at least like to write and do write. That's how I make my living. But uh, I never really wanted to do self-help. I really just preferred comedy. But, you know, sometimes you just 
you have a calling, and you just need to go with it, and that's how it was with this book. Right. So why is it important to develop optimism? You know, optimism is more than just, you know, this little fa-la-la-la-la, you know, feeling. They're, now doctors and scientists are saying that we have longer lives, healthier lives, um, we're more successful, and uh, and just happier in general. And something I found interesting is that folks that are more optimistic even have fewer colds. And if they do get a cold, they don't have it for as long. So it really is better for your health, your happiness, and even your success to if you aren't optimistic to develop it for for the betterment of yourself in so many different ways. So so optimism sort of penetrates every area of our life, whether it's emotional, mental, or even physical, uh, with our health and the way we, we view um, the, maybe the things that happen to us. Absolutely. It, it it's you know like I said I think years ago they used to think it was just oh they would kind of poo-poo it but now even doctors say absolutely that this is the way to go as much as you possibly can to develop that and uh, you know and I think one great example is some of the great comedians that live to be nearly 100 years old they they're happy they're optimistic and they're outliving folks you know, their peers by a lot. So it, it's worth it. Why not? You know, it's not it's not that. It's a little bit of an adjustment, and you have to be a little bit mindful. But it's not impossible. It's not like weightlifting or running a marathon or anything like that. So, and it's something everybody can benefit from. So that was another reason we decided we wanted to write the book, because we felt it was something that almost anyone could improve their life through. Right. Well, what do you say when people claim that optimism is a form of denial? I don't see it that way. I see the optimism is a way to to look at things in a more positive slant. It's a more creative slant. And uh, it's not denying anything. It's just changing what you choose to focus on and in a more problem-solving way. So if someone says, oh, you can't do that, you know, pessimistically, that's the end of your options. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. stuck. You know, at least with optimism, you can think, okay, wait a minute. How can I turn this around? It gets you thinking in a creative way, and we all want to be creative, I think. I've never met anybody that said they didn't. Um, so, no, we're not denying life. We're just changing, changing the perspective to a way that we could better solve a problem. It's a more empowering approach to problem solving. Absolutely. Right, right. Well, what are some tips that people can use to erase negativity? You know, I I tell folks, and I do actually have a YouTube uh, on this where we take the uh, three tips, and I tell folks, even if you don't do anything else, if you can just do these first three tips, you'll be in a much better space. But, of course, we want them to go ahead and read the book and improve their lives. But the first one is just recognizing that negativity is a part of your life because it's very sneaky. A lot of times we don't even realize we're being negative. It's just so much a part of the culture. So recognizing it, even you know, taking a minute or two a day and just every time you have a, a negative thought, making a little tap or something so you think, oh, you know what? 
I, I'm a lot more negative than I think. Because if you don't realize you have a problem, you're never going to be able to fix it. And then number, so that's number one, just recognizing that, you know, being mindful of your thoughts, your actions, and your speech. And the second one is taking, is what we call the erase and replace, and taking a negative statement or negative thought or negative speech and replacing it with something more positive, like a one that I had for, is I gained weight. I was thin all my life, and then I hit middle age, and boom, you know, I put on 20, 25 pounds. And I kind of beat myself up a little bit. They get, oh, I'm too fat, I'm lazy, I, you know, need to lose weight, all these negative things. Nobody was saying them to me except for me. And I thought, well, that's not very empowering. That's not very optimistic. In fact, it's very negative. So I thought, how can I phrase this in a way that's more empowering but yet truthful? I mean, so I just would say I love it when I make healthy choices instead of saying I'm too fat. I love it when I make healthy choices. And little by little by little, the, that thought turns into a different action. And so I might reach for an apple instead of a candy bar. So it's just that repetition or, you know, of erasing it and replacing it, you know, thinking, how can I flip this into something good? And then the third one, and I get a little static over this one. My nephews like to tease me about it. And that is simply to smile, even and especially when you don't want to, because there's something about smiling that releases endorphins. And so I tell people, when you're in a bad mood, you know, go in the bathroom or someplace where there's a mirror and nobody can look at you and just smile for one full minute and look at yourself. And the very irony of smiling when you don't want to uh, makes you laugh. It cracks you up. It takes you out of yourself. And, again, many of us, we think we're happy. We think we're maybe we're deep in thought, and we don't realize that we look very grouchy. And so making that that switch to try to smile a little bit more each day. People will react better to you. You'll feel better yourself, and you will notice it much easier to embrace a more optimistic life. So those three things, again, uh, recognizing negativity has become an unwanted part of your life, erase and replace with something more positive, and to smile. And so those are three tips anybody can do. Those are great tips, and... um and those are all um, within the first chapter of, of your book? Yeah, well, it's chapter. It's part of Chapter 1. And then, mm-hmm. like I said, if people want to see my goofy face, they can go to YouTube, and I think it's Erase Negativity, Sally Marks, and then they'll see me talk about them and see, oh, me, okay. see me mug for the camera and stuff because mm-hmm. I, I make kind of funny faces because I can't help it. That's just how I am. But... Uh, but yes, people will see a, a huge difference just with those three tips alone. But all the tips in the book are easy. Well, those are those are some great tips. Um, those will help you put put you in a better mood, um, especially the erase and replace. Um, there are a lot of things that you say to yourself that you seem to be that I seem to be at least, and a lot of people seem to be very critical of themselves. And if they just rearrange the way they're saying things to themselves, they might get a lot more done. I know I personally would. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, like you you had mentioned, you know, that you had a cold. And there's nothing like being sick, but we don't appreciate our health the other 99% 
of the time. And so uh, <laughs> so sometimes when things are good, we need to appreciate them. And then when they, they aren't as good, you know, try to put it in a perspective like, you know what, my, this is my body's way of telling me I need to rest mm-hmm. and before something else, you know, happens. So there's always a positive way to look at something. And, and really what the, the alternative is to just dwell on the negative, and that never makes anybody feel better. I, I have yet to find anybody that felt better by saying, oh, I'm so, uh, you know, this or that. You know, it, I mean, it might help you vent, but it doesn't make you feel better. So what's the point? Right, right. Well, the last question is um, about your book, um, which is what is the basic premise of the book and how is it organized? We we believe that optimism is something anyone can learn. And, you know, negativity is learned. We believe optimism can be learned. And so we set out with each chapter, not making it a bunch of tips, but each one is a story of a real person that we interviewed and and talking about their life and how they used, um, you know, to turn that around to become more positive. And at the end of each chapter, there's just very simple tips, just like the ones that I just mentioned. But I feel that people learn better through the use of story, someone else's example, and not somebody famous, but just just a lot of regular people. But although they were really quite different, each chapter is different. And, uh, and so people would think to themselves, they'd read about one of the people outlined in the chapter and think, you know what, if he can do it or if she can do it, I can do it. And, um, and that's what we're hoping that folks take away from that and then, you know, slowly adopt some of the different tips and make their lives happier. And it's an easy read, and it's fun, and I think everybody would enjoy it. Well, great. Um, the book's available on Amazon as well as your own website, which is uh, com. And um, you'll give them, actually, you've written here that... Um, that if if my listeners would like to order the book through your website, that you'll actually autograph it for them and give them free shipping. So um, so that's quite a treat. Oh, an yeah. early Christmas present. Yeah, you send one for buy one for yourself and for your favorite grouch in the family. <laughs> <laughs> we all have those. We certainly do. <laughs> and we're probably going to be seeing them for uh, for Christmas this year. Yes, I usually write something about that every year. Um, I just posted a new blog, and I didn't post about that this time. But but yes, I usually actually go on TV and talk about that a little bit to folks about you know, how to deal with grouching relatives. But I also <laughs> I would encourage uh, your your listeners to, if they go to my blog, which is erasenegativity.blogspot.com, I also have a little weekly story of something, usually humorous. Oh, that's um, nice. You know, so folks can get a little encouragement and hopefully a, a giggle or two. So you do enjoy writing comedy, and you sort of in, implant it anywhere you can. Yeah, not as much in the book, but definitely in the blog and in other things. And I think by the time we get around to writing the next book, it's definitely going to have more humor in it. But this one, because it started out with some tragedy, I just didn't want to go that way. Um, but but I think it's an easy, enjoyable read. And then, like I said, hopefully the next one will be more funny. So um, is there anything that you'd like to add as we wrap up? Just uh, tell people, take a chance. 
you know, try to erase a little negativity, kick that internal grouch out and see what good comes of it. That's, that's very good advice. Um, any, you know, we can all do without, you know, some or if if we're lucky, all negativity in our lives. And uh, it sounds like this book is a great uh, stepping stone to doing that. So I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Um, it's great to be back on the air, even if uh, my voice isn't 100%. It's, it's, it's like right there. So it's great to be talking to my guests again and uh, and talking about some really great topics. So thank you so much. Oh, thanks for letting me be a part of your show. Absolutely, Sally. And happy holidays. Oh, happy holidays to you as well. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And this is Beth Shankle Anderson for the Success Design, uh, reminding you that this is the last show of the year. Uh, we will resume the show on uh, January 2nd at uh, 2 p.m. And um, check the, uh, the show page for all my guests for next year. I've got some really exciting guests coming up. Um, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag on one of them, but um, it's going to be a really, really great show. So um, everybody have a Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. I hope you have a, a great celebration, and I will see you back here in the new year. Bye. <laughs>